Sans Pants Radio, where logic goes to die. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for those whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And I'm also Joel. And today we're looking at Hyperlight Drifter and other games. It's actually Hyperlight Drifter Enhanced Edition, I think it's called. Yes. On the Switch. On the Switch. Wait. What? Are you? Are we reviewing more Switch games? <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> Is the fact that I live out of home, or out of home, out of <laughs> out of my true home, Sans Pants Radio, and no longer have access to the Sans Pants PS4, limiting the amount of games <clears throat> I can review to just those capable of being downloaded onto my Switch. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and you have a laptop that is for gaming, but you often just leave that lying around and I, forget to I'll take it I leave it home. here because this is where I use it the most. I don't know. Yeah, Cut no, me that makes some sense. Slack. No, that makes sense because a laptop is known because like a yeah, whole appeal yeah. of a laptop is you just leave it in one yeah. spot. Yeah. It's like a laptop is it's just not transportable. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's, it's always you a, see in how one heavy position. this baby is. <laughs> so many kilograms. <laughs> and look at my shoulders and hands. Have you They're seen so how atrophied weak. my body is? Because <laughs> <laughs> I only use my middle. So. Hyperlight Drifter was a game that I saw advertised like quite a few years ago. It was it was in that there was like a collection of like kind of upcoming mm. sort of like indie games or whatever that people were like these are ones to get excited for. And I remember seeing Hyperlight Drifter in a lot of these videos and being like, it looks neat, but it doesn't look like my kind of game. It's got this kind of top-down, almost sort of isometric perspective, but not really. And I was like, nah, it's not for me. I think this was around like Owlboy era uh, as well. Yeah. And then I was, I don't know, I just, I, it was one of those games that I always saw, thought about, never got, and then I finally decided to purchase it. And wow, I have never had like... I don't get as sort of like not. I don't want to say obsessed, but hey, look. Last time we, we what you say? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> look, what, last. What are you? What are you? What are you uh, trying to infer? All I'll state is the fact that last time we looked at t- hours played of video games, <laughs> and I think very few of mine cracked too. Um, and that is because I am very impatient. And games struggle to hold my attention fairly often. Is that undiagnosed ADHD? Time will tell. But this game is a game that's definitely self-diagnosed. <laughs> this is one of those games that, Company. like, you know how, like, I guess when you're playing, uh, say, Stardew Valley, mm-hmm. when you're obsessed, when you're you're in the zone, you stop playing it for a bit, you're thinking about it? Yes. This is what Hyperlight Drifter did to me. I, I downloaded it, and then I had to come into work. I played it for, like, an hour, and the whole commute to work, it was all that was on my brain. Another thing, Jackson. Yeah, what? <clears throat> So you this you play this game on the Nintendo Switch. I do. And you take a commute. You don't drive. Yeah. So presumably public transport. I could bring and it, you but it has a hassle. <laughs> it's a hassle to, it's beefy. I know they're like the switch is portable. What pocket does that fit in? Beefy? Yes! Look at that. That's no Game Boy. Why are you putting it in your pocket Why as you're you playing? Because <laughs> I don't want to hold it the whole way. I don't want to play it for a straight hour. I'm just trying to fathom the pocket you have if it's a Game Boy. A Game Boy could fit in my jacket pockets. Yeah, look, here's my switch. Yeah, let's do it. Do you have an inside? Do you have a breast pocket in your jacket? I do, but it's it's very little. But we'll try. <laughs> it's full of ham. <laughs> okay, it's currently full of ham. Yeah, uh, comfortable. <laughs> um, Breezy. Look. <laughs> Who is he? Yeah, yeah, it's falling out. Yeah. yeah oh, let's try bad. it in my other jacket pocket. 
No, because I was imagining oh. it in, see, my breast pocket of a jacket that I have that is very similar to that. In fact, I really like that jacket. Where'd How you get good it? is it? Where'd I got, you get I, it from? I got it from uh, Uniqlo. 60 to. bucks. Worth it. You know it. what? Yeah. There was other colors as well. There was blue, and I know you like blue. No, no, no. See, the thing is, I've got a blue jacket that's exactly like that, but I need a a color that's not blue. I I wanted one, and because I have one that, uh, you know, my other one. Yeah. But it's like made of a weird suede material. Mm -hmm. This is breezy. This will be good in summer as well. Uh, Love this jacket. You kind of look like Fry. Yeah, uh, I I noticed that, especially wearing a white t shirt underneath, as I often do. No, that's a good look. Yeah. So Uniqlo? Yeah, Uniqlo. Okay. 60 bucks, I think. We're going to go shopping. 55, yeah. That's rules. Worth it. Anyway. Was there a black one? Uh, I don't really remember. Like a grey? I think the Try blue. Try some colours, was... mate. Yeah. I reckon you'd look good in maybe like a yellow. No, Ooh. I used <laughs> yellow. I used. I went through a colourful t-shirt phase. I'm yeah. done with it. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about colourful t-shirt. I'm talking about a colourful jacket. Yeah, I reckon you look good work. in like. I reckon a from, yellow or a green. From memory, there was like a light blue, this red, See, and one other one. I don't Might know, have been light black. blue, not on you, yeah. for some reason. And I'm not. Which is oh. funny because my eyes are blue. So I blue. Do you have a light blue jacket? I've had I had a hoodie that was like light blue. What, what color is your jacket like this? It's like a navy blue. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like think the other navy one... blue is good. I'm saying light blue. I'm not quite sure I how know, it I... could work. Anyway, it could work. Try it out. Yeah. I'm keen to go shopping. Let's yes. go shopping. Um, uh, orange, orange would look good. Yeah, I can see that. I can see yeah. that working for you. Yeah. Anyway, so Hyperlight Drifter is, I guess, a top-down sort of like hack and slash yeah. sort of game. Um, it sets you up very, very kind of like simply. There's no no real dialogue. It's just like visuals, and it's like, hey, you're <laughs> ticked yeah. a lot of boxes. Oh for you yeah, already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're in you you kind of go through a little tutorial area, and then it's like you're in this town to the north, south, east, and west are different areas. You can't go south straight away, but go into those areas and. Like, that's just kind of the game. That's as much sort of instruction as it gives you, but it's kind of all about kind of finding secrets a a bit, which I really like. So a lot of the game is like, you've got this massive map, but navigating it is like, well, how do I get from here to here? You collect these little, I think they're called modules. They're like little purple wedges, and they'll let you unlock various gates. There's just like tons and tons of, not collectibles, but... I mean, like things you have to collect, but I wouldn't. They're not just for collecting, which I really like. So there's like uh, hidden and very hard to find places. Yep. Or outfits, and the outfits give you just like a little bit of extra. Like they just change things like ever so slightly. It's like yeah. a little boost. Um. So like okay. one helps you dash a little bit quicker, not much, but just a bit. One makes it so that like opening doors is a bit quicker, or like using a health pack is a little bit quicker. Um. And they're hidden throughout the map. There are also keys throughout the map and also across the whole game there are these um, doors that can only be opened by like 16 keys or 7 keys and they've got extra kind of areas behind it. There are also guns to collect. Each one does like a different thing uh, and has like a different I I don't know, like the guns are very unique in the way that they work. Like each one is very distinguished. And then there are also I don't know what they're called. They're little yellow somethings, and you get four of them, and you get another like yellow chips, like kind of a thing. yeah, like a and computer chip. You collect, I guess. 12. Oh no, I'm the only one in the room who hasn't played this game. <laughs> Damn. You collect twelve of them, and you can then like upgrade one of your abilities, and then the game just kind of comes about, like uh, becomes about navigating these various areas, using those kind of abilities in in kind of like intuitive ways, and. Mm. 
Um, you know, like a lot of games try to make you feel like a badass. Oh, maybe that's a bad way of putting it. They, they, they're like you have cool. all. Of, they try and make you feel well, cool. Like, you have all of these tools and utilities. Use them to coolly fight all of the enemies. But then often there's like no synergy between the various things. So you end up just being like slash, slash, yeah, slash, yeah absolutely. Slash. Well, this game like has done a great job of really combining them all. So like I remember a while back, maybe it was when we were on all the small games. We talked about my friend Pedro, mm-hmm. where it was like you you can do all these different things, but actually there are like six moves you can do and well that's it but this is like so one of the things you can upgrade is that if you dash into somebody's gunfire you'll like shield yourself from the gunfire so then you can synergize that so that you dash into the gunfire and then whilst they're reloading or whatever slash at them and attack them or you then later get a thing where you can slice at a, a bullet and you fire the bullet back. So you can then be like, run into the bullet if they're firing three times or whatever, run into the first two, slash the second bullet back, knocks the guy back while he's stunned, get forward, stab him. You know what I mean? Like yeah, It right. does like a really good job of making each different upgrade like worth getting. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think a lot of games are just like, oh, hey. Yeah, so it's like, oh, sweet, I'm, I'm about to do the final boss mm. and, oh, look, I got my upgrade of a, I don't know, a hook shot. Yeah. And like, I'm I not... get across this one chasm and that's all it really yeah, is. I'm not really going to use this because still just slashing at them is the most effective. Yeah. You know, but then in this, when you get like everything, which is sort of where I'm at, there's like a couple of different things that I still have yet to upgrade. I didn't get... Stuff for my guns, because that's just not how I played, but you could. Um, I'll have stuff where there'll be like a lot of enemies, and my first yeah, move yeah, will be yeah. like throw in a grenade, yeah. slide in, avoid a bullet, fire a bullet back at a guy. I don't know. It just, it just makes combat yeah. really fun. Um, and yeah, then, yeah, because I've, I've been playing a little bit yeah. as well, and like I'm using the gun a bit more. Yeah, exactly, so which is just something I didn't yeah. do. But then there are some fights where I'm like, I'm going to have to use the gun to, <laughs> to make my way out of this. Um, so the kind of way it progresses is that you can sort of pick any of the three areas, the east, the north, south, North, east, or west to begin with. I don't know if it... So, so I went um, to the... It's like Swamp Mountain Forest. I went to the swamp first, and it was a really easy boss, and then I went to the mountain, and it was a little bit harder. Then I went to the forest, and it was really hard. I don't know if that... If it scales. I don't know if I was just lucky and I went in the way they expected. Yeah, Or right. if I'd gone to the forest first, it would have been really... But yeah, I liked yeah, that. Yeah. I liked that the last... Bo- like, it... it Okay. It was very frustrating, but it does yeah. that good thing where every failure is on you mm-hmm. and you're like, I can figure this out and I can take care of it. Yeah, I was wondering how that help, like, say, game developers mm. do that when it's kind of like, all right, it is open, we can kind of go everywhere, but, you know, did they make mm. it scale? Because I remember in, like, Breath of the Wild when you get in those yeah. beasts, like, I did the Gerudo... I did the Gerudo one yeah. first, which was like one of the harder ones, and I was like, "Man, these these, these beasts are hard and yeah. confusing and yeah. whatever." But then after that, they're all kind of easy. Yeah, in comparison. absolutely. So, so it was a bit disappointing going doing that first and then mm. the others. But yeah, um, I, I like that if it did sort of scale. Yeah, which it, I feel like it must have because the first one was very. It wasn't that hard, and the the last one was a nightmare. Like it was. Constantly moving, constantly having to avoid this guy, figuring out patterns, like all of that stuff. Whereas the first one was just a big fat frog that I could avoid. Like (laughs) that rules. I don't know what what. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure. Um, I just love the amount, the, the way they've sort of done like secrets in this game. So. The map is, it's all kind of like done with really nice pixel art. And occasionally you can see these little, there's like a symbol that means yep. that there is a secret nearby. And that's mm. that's all you kind of get. And then you've got to figure out, oh, is it like a an area where I can actually dash through here and there's a secret tunnel? Or if I dash onto this, is there an invisible platform? Like you don't know what it is, but it's nice that you get like a little bit of a hint. Mm. You can also do, there's like a Switch exclusive area, which is a tower that if you battle your way to the top and fight the guy at the top of it, you get 
one of your outfits, which will you get like an exclamation mark above your head if there's a secret, which is also real useful because that's, again, even though there's it's, that little pixel, it's tiny, so you might miss it. So it's yeah. nice to know that they were like, hey, idiots, if you're like, no good you. at finding them, here you go. A big fan of that means in game your character's like, <gasps> secret around. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? That's, that's Somewhere just... around here is treasure. <laughs> I can tell. That's what I associate the exclamation mark with. The character's going, <laughs> Whoa. My treasure sense is Um, There's like a good variety of enemies as well that like I really like. You have to think differently okay. about kind of dealing with each one. So is there anything that's bad in it? Um, Heaps. <laughs> Heaps, it sucks. It's pretty short. I, well, it could be short, I think. Like okay. if I was not trying to squeeze every last drop of game out of this Have game. Have you finished it? No, but that's – I can. I'm at the position where I can go to the final boss, but I'm like, no, I want every bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there are – want to keep the experience going. Yeah, to get to the boss of each mm-hmm. area, you need to collect four of those modules, and mm-hmm. they tend to be at the ends of like sort of dungeons mm-hmm. sort of things. Um, but you can also collect eight – Generally, there's like four extra ones and unlock a bigger door, which takes you to a really hard area with a cool reward at the end, which is sometimes like an outfit or a new gun or something like that. So currently I'm in the last area trying to find all those modules. Okay. But I could finish it. And I could have finished it, again, if I wasn't squeezing everything out of each area. Like it could be like a, I don't know, six-hour game, something like that. Yeah. Do you know how long you've played it for currently? I don't know, but I'm sure you could find out. It's in front of me. What do you think? I have no idea. I'm terrible at gauging it. It could be no time at all. <laughs> so I'm happy to announce, Jackson, that this is your most played game since Risk of Rain. Well, there you go. You've played it for 15 hours or more. There you go. Yeah. Wow. That's Impressive. plenty of time that's for me. For yeah, that's heaps. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, But it could be over quite quickly. Some things about it that aren't super great, I guess, is that it occasionally goes for like style over in that the maps are really pretty, but sometimes it's hard to tell where the border of anything is. Uh, And sometimes it's like, Oh, there's secret areas. And then in the forest level, sometimes you can walk like behind the trees and sometimes you just can't. So you find yourself a lot of like dashing into nothing and smacking <laughs> your head and falling over. Much heaps. like you in real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. which can get quite frustrating. Is this frustrating. a door or a wall? Let's find out. <laughs> I can't tell. Let me run headfirst into it. Yeah, I think some of the pixel art is very strange. There, it's like, oh yeah, oh this is a this is an area I can walk on. Oh yeah. no, it's just air. Yeah, so it get, that's a little confusing sometimes. And then there's stuff like. Sometimes to dash between two things, you need to be at the very edge of the platform to dash to the next platform as opposed to like in the, I don't know. It's, sometimes it's it's kind of inconsistent in what is a jump you can make and what is a jump you can't, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes as well with like bosses and stuff, it's unclear where the, like the the hitbox for damage is on them. And yeah. I don't know, just some stuff there where you're like the art, I don't know if the trade-off of making it really pretty to sort of like unclear of how I'm actually yeah. meant to navigate was worth it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, there is one area where, where you get you can get like an infinite dash, but it's about timing. So you've got to constantly you've got to figure out that timing. And there's a area in the town which is like if you keep dashing around it uh, and you dash a hundred times without breaking, you get a reward. And if you dash eight hundred times without breaking, you get a new reward. I was like nearly in tears. <laughs> I've never been so frustrated in my life because if you screw up the dash by smacking into something, he's like, Ugh. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> and the other way you can screw up the dash is if you mess up the timing, he slides instead of like yeah. just stopping. And so I'm just like, I hate you. I ha- I was so furious with hey, that little. Eight hundred. I only did the hundred. Oh. And it took me, it would be like 
15 20, hours. I would, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I'm very early in the game. <laughs> I'd be like, I got 20, great. And then it would be like two dashes in a row, two dashes in a row. And I'd be like, yes. And then I finally got 100 by like, it, it was the kind of thing where if anything distracted me, I would I would screw it. Like I would be doing it, doing it um, with my partner, like sitting on the couch near me. And she'd be like, oh, hey, this. And I'd be like, ah! <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Thanks for showing me. What what is a reward? Uh, it for is. It's not even good for a hundred. I was like, oh, for a hundred, I gotta get something worthwhile because that consumed me. I got one of the chips, oh, like one of the yellow boxes yeah, that yeah. is a quarter of a thing that is worthwhile to me. You know and what? The you get an is? outfit. That helps you dash a bit better. Hey, that would have been handy. <laughs> that would have been handy in trying to get the thing that would have been handy. <laughs> it killed me. Um, but just so, knowing that that outfit is there and that you could hypothetically Oh, yeah. Get it. It's it's uh, like I got the 100 and I was like, I could. I could. I got to 100. Surely I could get to. That's like know. one eighth of the way there. And you get into a rhythm of just because you have to go in a circle. like, And that means changing direction, which is when you screw up your dad. I'm like, I could do it. I could is do it. Is it like a, a, a square or a circle? So, sort of a square. Okay. But it's not as Not like simple. a four, four. It's, it's, yeah. You would love it to be like up, then across, then yeah, down, yeah. then across. But it's not. It's like up, angle, angle, angle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, hey, give it a go. No. I, get to at least 100 <laughs> if you can. It's wild. It's a rush. Yeah. <laughs> you get so sweet. Yeah, man. Do you want to sweat through your shirt? I have to do it without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish I was in the lounge room. Do it no nude shirt. in the shower, but like sitting on the floor shower. <laughs> That's the only way to com- to truly yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold um, water is going is there a percentage? down your back. Is it like a percentage bar? Like is in like No, a- which that's actually a great point. Another thing that's really frustrating is that it's hard to tell. So with the modules that unlock doors, I never know how many I have until I come across a door. Yeah. Or I get a new one. And then it'll like add to the like little, oh, you're getting them. But I can't just check at any yeah. time. And it's the same with um like keys and percentage of things unlocked there's nothing so i don't know i I can only find out by going online because yeah that's one thing that like obviously with like the early metroid games and stuff like because this is a metroidvania sort of not really because you can access three areas to begin with but then you can access there's no like oh you've got this new ability you can get everything from the start so okay so okay no it's not then yeah yeah but uh this one thing with the percentage thing uh, that reminds me of like metroid because like the early metroid games obviously aren't like Hey, well done. You've got all of the missiles now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, having to look up and be like, oh, okay, cool. So, there's like 70 missile, mission, missile expansions. I currently have four. Yeah. Uh... yeah. <laughs> cool. Great. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, there's just no way of knowing. Also, the map is, is ass. Like, yeah. the map in this game tells you nothing. I just ignore it most of the time. I'm I... like, oh, where's the next place I need to go? And then I'll look at it and be like, I guess I'll figure it out myself. Yeah. I've always found that, like, Bad maps in video games is something that doesn't bother me. Like, yeah, but I think it's because I've never had to play a game that's relied too heavily on a map that has also had a bad map. Yeah, yeah. It's, if it's a map that I don't care about, I just don't look at it. Yeah, no, yeah. This was a bit like that. I'm like, oh, am I going to need to use this? No, I'll just explore and I'll find it. But like, it's just it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's not useful at all. But ultimately, this game is like I've had so much fun playing it. I'm sad it's going to be over. It's probably my the most fun I've had playing a game this whole year. Um, 
That's big. Maybe, that makes it your... Maybe this is my game of the year, even though it came out, like, what, two years ago? But when did it come out on the Switch? That's true. That came out this year. So and even if it didn't come out this year, when did you matter? play it on the Switch? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> this might be my game of the year. Five thumbs. Wow. Yeah. Oh, ten. Why yeah, not? Yeah, come on. Stick to our very strict rules. <laughs> yeah. It's your game of the year, yeah. and Zamets is still Outlast or Outwood or whatever it's called. Outwood. Hurtful. <laughs> Outlast. Woodward. Horror game for the PS3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, also available on the Switch. Oh, that's true. Currently on sale. <laughs> Isn't it, Dad? <laughs> oh, hey, boys. Uh, by the way, Saints Row the Third full experience is currently 30% off in the Nintendo store. Oh, my God. When this episode that. is released, uh, I have not checked when the sale ends, so who knows if the information is relevant or not. <laughs> Is it like one of them permanently on sale games, how you feel? No, 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 no. Yeah. no. It's Look, it's full price for a reason. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. You Look. You don't discount perfection, except for this one time. (laughs) (laughs) Although the last two sales have discounted it quite a bit. So, (laughs) hey, who knows? It's never been a better time. There's never been a better time. Absolutely put it on your watch list. Yeah. That's If it's not right now, you're not a true thumb cramp stand. Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah. Saints Row the third. Mm -hmm. Laser shoot Larry. Wet dreams don't dry. Yep. All three games should be on your watch list if you're a true Thumb Cramps fan. And we'll know. Also, make sure that you sort by price and buy the first ten that come up when <laughs> sorted in ascending order. <laughs> hey, that's like ten bucks and yeah. the thrill, the thrill yeah. you get. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, can you can you put like uh, yeah, and you can you can put pre-orders on a watch list, yeah? Yeah, of course. Oh, hang well. on, I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm, sure you've got my switch right in front of me here. Yeah, I mean, um, if you could put a, you could pre-order like you know. Is every every go go through the thing. Put put everything that's pre-ordered on a watch list. Yeah, and then it's all in a handy list for you. Exactly. To then you need to order everything. It. Absolutely. You know, coming soon. Let's pick uh, Battleship. Here oh. we go. See? The Pre-order. classic naval combat game, Battleship, 10% off if you purchase now. And you need it. Yeah. Uh, add to watch list. Yeah, you can. Oh, that's whoa. great news. Oh, wow. You know what else is good news? Jackson, you're yeah. familiar with the board game Battleship. I am. What if it was just on a screen? Oh, the f- hey, some people might say that would take the fun out of it. I would disagree. I would say that <laughs> makes it more fun and brings it to the 21st century. Also, I found, how, look, how much does this game look like it's Joel Zamet's game? Show me. It's called Phobia, but it's spelled with an F. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Alrighty. I'm <laughs> it's 30% off if you pre-order it. Mm. And that's the cover art. Oh, it's a red tree. How have you hey. not... I've already looked at the cover art. <laughs> I've had a good think about it, but I haven't pre-ordered. Oh, oh why not? <laughs> How much is it? Um, oh, I feel like this will probably be the answer. I scrolled past and got distracted. <laughs> oh, ten dollars forty-nine. Yeah, so let's get down to two dollars, mate. Yeah, yeah, let's get down to two dollars. Too much for Joel's uh-huh. armor. That's fair. Oh, also, mm-hmm. okay. Imagine Limbo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now just make the protagonist red. Oh, Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo. Oh, man. Everybody go onto the Nintendo Switch store and download Rambo. <laughs> also known as Phobia. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Phobia. What else is coming out soon? See, Phobia, Phobia. Where is this? I want to take you through my thought process of why I haven't already pre ordered. Yeah, it. I am curious. Uh, where are you? Uh, well, everyone's also just looking for other things to pre order. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games 2020. Tokyo yeah. 2020 comes out November this year. Grab that. Uh, probably unavailable for pre-order yet, uh, yet to be classified in Australia. Just chuck it on your watch list. It's always good fun to see what Mario and Sonic are up to these days. <laughs> what games are they going to be competing in? Why, why would you play as anybody other than Eggman in any of the <laughs> Sonic games? Well, here's a picture of... P- 
Peach and uh, mm-hmm. Amy Rose in a mixed martial arts fight that where rolls. Amy Rose is punching Peach's foot. It's ah. rough that because none of the Sonic characters look like real beings to put them <laughs> near. Oh my god. Everyone go to this, look through the screenshots, look at them getting ready for a race, tell me who stands out. Oh, oh my god, it's Eggman. Yeah, my man. He's got such thin legs. Yeah, Eggman's got gross proportions. If you look at uh, the, the trailer for Phobia and you kind of look how the animation is, it's a bit janky, which something I haven't done in previous games that I have purchased for far more than yeah. what is currently on offer. Also, the fact that it's just gone, hey, look, we've got like a black background with shades of grey. I mean, I didn't really like it in Badlands and I don't like it here. Yeah, but she just got chased by a wolf. That was pretty cool. Uh, she did get chased by a wolf. She's uh, like got a red coat. Is it just Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah. Look. But it's about uh, getting over your phobias. But I can just read Little Red Riding One Hood. One can only assume it's Little Red Riding Hood. Look, I might pre-order this by the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Pinball is $45 and is just pinball but Star Wars. <laughs> well, pre-order now. Guess what's getting pre-ordered, fellas? <laughs> Guess what? It'll be what a, a future episode of Thumbcraft. Today we review Star Wars Pinball and no other games. <laughs> all right. While we all pre-order stuff, yeah. let's hear a quick word from our sponsors. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, pre-orders done, sponsor reads done. Well done, everyone. I've been playing Crash Team Racing Nitro Charged. How is it? Really, like, surprisingly good. Yeah. So I had a Nintendo 64 when I was a child, so I grew up more with Mario Kart, but I had played Crash Team Racing and wasn't a huge fan until I revisited it as an adult, as I now currently live with someone who had a PlayStation 1 growing up, and she was raised as a Crash Team Racing girl. Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of disputes in our household over that every morning. Hey, do you want a coffee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to hit you with a wrench. Uh, This is a terrible transition. We fight every day about it, is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Yeah, but you're right. There were growing up your Crash Team Racing people and your Mario Kart people. Yeah, which is funny. That was the schoolyard divide. Yeah, Yeah. have you never hit someone because they said they love Crash Team Racing? No. Punch them right in the jaw. Sharks and Jets, baby. (laughs) I guess for me it was always like, yeah, uh, Mario Kart. We, um, we kind of didn't have that. I mean, we had like Diddy Kong Racing, but that didn't really yeah. kind of hit uh, that yeah, same kind of area. Crash Team Racing is very similar to Diddy Kong uh, Racing, except one difference. It's hard as hell. Yeah, yeah. it is hard. Crash I Team always like Snowboard Kids for the Oh, 60s. yeah, good. No, Snowboard Kids rolled. I loved Snowboard Kids. I loved kids. 1080, which is also a snowboarding oh, game, yes. but that's the cool guy yeah, snowboarding game. I like game. 1080. I like Snowboard yeah. Which one was kids. SSX Tricky? Which one was that? That one rolled. It's Tricky. <laughs> you can do Trick, trick. Was hey okay? What thumb? <laughs> what? What are you what want? Now? You interrupted my song. <laughs> thumb cramp is out there. Tell me if this is true or if I imagined this. Mm-hmm. Is one of the tricks you can do in SSX tricky where you do a flip? It's a it's a hundred. This is so not true. But yes, I'm excited. You do yes. a trick and then you cut your own head off with your skis. And it's a trick you can do. 
Tell me that's it's one of the SSX ones. It might be for the Wii. And one of the tricks you can do is you slice your own head off with your skis. In a snowboarding game. Yeah, I know. You use your skis <laughs> I'm aware in a of snowboarding game. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Let's look, find out. You know what? I just don't think. I think that might have been a dream. It might not be SSX tricky. That's the the trouble is that it's it's some snowboard downhill game, possibly for the Wii Maybe Might the have been Wii snowboard U. kids. Maybe, I don't know. Could you do kill a kid? Uh, I searched for SSX decapitation. Yeah. No results. Okay. The top result is 15 most violent sports video games, Must, but decapitation was missing. Okay. Well, look, again, Thumb Crampers, if you had it growing up or whatever and you can remember, let me know. What's good about Crash Team Racing? Nitro-fueled discharge or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it, okay, so if I haven't played... So kart racing games, mostly just familiar with Mario Kart. Sure. Uh, by the way, if anyone ever says that Crash Bash is better than Mario Party, <laughs> don't talk to... Spit on their face. <laughs> Crash Bash is... Sucks. Un- it's atrocious. There's like four games. Yeah, it's so Oh, bad. you're on a pogo stick and avoiding nitro boxes yep. maybe or something. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Write in if Crash Bash is good. Try and change my mind. <laughs> Crash Bash sucks. <laughs> anyway, um, so Crash Team Racing. Um, I haven't played a card game except on like the Switch and stuff like that of recent because, like I said, mostly just Mario Kart. Um, so it looks really, really, really good. That yeah. took me by surprise straight away. But then also like the tracks are really fun. The items and stuff like that are really unforgiving. That's good. Which is stressful. So um, the crash animations which is going to get confusing as I was talking <laughs> yeah, about. Absolutely. Uh, what's a different one? The accident animations. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> go for a really long time. Oh, so man. like if you get hit with a missile or if you run into yeah. like a TNT box or if you crash your car, you're out of the race for like a second or two. It's not just like a Mario Kart where you just like, like spin do around. Do a little one. spin and then you're back Yeah, in. with yeah. Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that, you flip, you explode and like bounce <laughs> uh, for ages. And that's like most weapons do that to you. Is, it's not just- is the game a reboot of cra- like the original a, one or is it like a re- like a HD remake? What? It's a remake of the first one. Yeah. The story mode is the same. They've added the characters from Crash Nitro Kart for the PS2 and all of the races. Okay. But- um. Yeah. The sto- the adventure mode is exactly the same from the okay, first one. Cool, but cool, obviously, cool. looks nicer. Yeah, doesn't sure. look like it's nineteen ninety eight anymore. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if it was like, hey, we've completely redone it, or if it's just like it's the same game but looks pretty. No, I think it's the same thing that they did with the Crash remasters. Yeah, uh, is it's still the same game? So like, so some of the physics and stuff like that are sometimes yeah. like, oh yeah, this feels a bit wrong for current games, but it feels very much like a kart racing game. So whatever, it's good. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, You know in Mario Kart, how most of the time you can just like pick up 150cc and you can blow the competition away? Yeah. Yes. In this, I struggle to finish on podium in uh the normal racing setting. God. Because for some reason, the learning difficulty is wildly high. <laughs> if you make a mistake or like hit a wall too many times in your first lap, you're not coming back. You're done. That's terrifying. It's really, really common for like the first place to win by like three or four seconds from second place. <laughs> so like, you're like, they've got that far. Like your items can't hit them that far. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I like that. People like, uh, the harder difficulty curve, go to hell. Games should be hard. <laughs> well, I sometimes you know I what, people like dark souls. Yeah. That's hard. This is hard too. Well, Cop I- it. 
sometimes in like Mario Kart or whatever, it becomes very annoying. Like, you know, they have that kind of weird thing with Mario Kart where you get like your blue shells or whatever, yeah. or your like bullet bills where they try to balance it yeah. out so that anyone can win. And that's fine. That's a different kind of kart game. But something about a game where it's like, no, this this, this might as well be like a regular racing game. It still We've has. Just dressed exactly. it up. It's a kart game for, you know, no cowards. Yeah, exactly. Coward-free zone. Yeah. Also, the characters are real weird, and I'm still not used to that because like Mario, like, I'm obviously very familiar with all the Mario yeah. characters. Yeah, I know. Peachums. Yeah, yeah. Peachums, Dazem. Yeah. Bluto, he's great. Bluto, the Popeye's enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Mumbo yeah. Jumbo from Banjo-Kazooie. He's like, hey, come vocal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lizard King. Yeah. yeah. We know them all. Sub-Zero. Yeah. Donnie from down the street. Donnie, Donnie Darko, Darko yeah. from uh, Donnie Darko. He famously. Yeah. Famously, he's in <laughs> Mario Kart. <laughs> I meant Donnie Darko, but he is also famously in Mario Kart. Yeah. What are the characters? He drives a bunny. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so, so char- stop me when I'm saying a character you've never heard of before. Okay. Bear in mind, I did play all the Crash PS1 games. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot. I'm Who aware the hell of is him. this guy. <laughs> Coco Bandicoot. No. Yeah. <laughs> Zappets <laughs> <Zap it> out. <laughs> this will be good. It'll be good. It's like a five year, how six year, whatever. That's age. true. So we'll work this out. Yeah. Which is funny because the age gap should probably put you in the Crash Bandicoot zone because you would have been a teen and Crash was white. Because Crash Bandicoot wasn't aimed as like much a much, at much younger audience. Yeah. yeah, Crash was. He was. Cool, which is wild that they're like a bandicoot in jorts will be the cool, <laughs> the coolest character. It's also cool that uh, yeah. Hang on, I'll try and find a list. Because I reckon characters. I'm gonna know one. Yeah, Crash, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Do you know who Crash's villain is? Oh boy, is it a crocodile? Uh, no. So his main that would make sense because that is the bandicoot's natural enemy. <laughs> but no, damn. It's a scientist by the name of Neo Cortex. <laughs> is it uh, colonialization? colonialization? Uh, is, is it, it feral is cats? It, is it uh, capitalism? Uh, <laughs> deforestation? What? Ah. A bandicoot's extinct. It's, I think they're on the endangered list. Hey, do you know giraffes are on the endangered list? Oh. Got them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have necks that big without making a few thousand enemies. Dime. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. So, yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Right, I know, I, that, I know, I know that lad. Dr. Neocortex. Oh, who is this fella? I know him. Coco Bandicoot. Nah, yep. I'm guessing it's a sidekick or a love interest. Sister, but no, Damn. you're. you're it's, I guess sidekick counts. Tiny Tiger. Yeah. Oh, a serial mascot. <laughs> Where do you know Tiny from? Uh, I don't know. Whichever Crash game he was a boss in. Yeah. Were they in Diddy Kong? <laughs> no. Damn. Dr. <laughs> N-Jin. Yeah. He's, he's got a big thing coming out of his head. Yeah, he's got an engine stuck in his head. Yeah. Dingo Dial, who is my favorite character. Yeah, in this he's game. I think I might know this engine lad. <laughs> How do you know Engine, but not Neo Cortex? Okay, so Engine was created for Crash Team Racing, I'm pretty wow, sure. Wow, I, I can imagine. No, he's a boss in, Wait, but he might he have, be a boss in like Warped or something. Yeah. Does he have like a white lab coat yeah. type thing on and an engine? And like, yeah, like, look, an engine, half, half his head is an engine. Yeah, I think I've seen that person around. Dingo <laughs> Dial is good because when you're racing as him, he says, go, baby, go. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. No. Uh, you got Polar. Yeah, a polar bear. Okay, polar bear that barks like a dog. How did you go to pole? It's a pole. How does it drive? Like a big stick with ice. Oh no, that's fair. It was the early PS One era. Pura. Oh, you may Um, have lost me. Is it some kind of water-based 
No, I'm Nick. shaking my head aggressively. Mink? And disappointed. I looked at you with just like, a, why are you trying? And shook my head. <laughs> uh, milk. <laughs> Close. Tiger. Little Tiger. Oh, yeah, I know Pura. That's the Pura one. Pura that- goes with Paul. Yeah. And Coco rides. Y- yeah. 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 Crash through. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I got these. Huh. Yeah. I got these all. No. Ripper-roo. Yeah. He's a ripper-roo. I'm guessing it's some kind of kangaroo or wallaby. Yeah. 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 On the money. Papu Papu. Uh, That's the evil uh, Aku Aku. Uh, no. Are you guys just saying words <laughs> to confuse my old brain? That's Uka Uka. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you are now. The youth's tricking you again. Uh, <laughs> no, Papu Papu is the first boss in the first Crash Bandicoot. Oh, I never played that one, actually. You never played the first I one? I only went two, three, yeah. Uh, he's, his bum cracks out. It's very funny. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> yeah, he's a big fella, uh, and he's I, got a stick. Uh, I guess, look, I just don't play these horny games you youths are playing. Uh, it's just bum crack. It's for the Laughs not for horn. It's up to you. Although, <laughs> look, if you want it to be. Yeah. Although Coco is definitely getting a bit too on the horny side yeah, for my fair. liking. Although they removed Crash Bandicoot's very horny girlfriend from yeah, this. Yeah, there was a. Pin- and yeah. in Crash Team Racing, there used to be like grid girls where they're not in the remake. That's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine anime girls, no, but they're also Bandicoots. Don't, yeah. don't make me. <laughs> I already did. Damn it. Anyway. Look, you're not going to get any of these other characters except maybe fake Crash. Yeah, I can figure that out. Give me just like a smattering. Uh, Pinstripe Potteroo. Yeah, yeah. I know them both. Komodo Joe. I thought there was one person. Don't know Komodo Joe. Pinstripe Potteroo is one person. So yeah, no he's like a gangster Potteroo. Yeah, yeah. But Jackson said he knows them both. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm making characters up. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So there's N trance. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's not too bad. Yeah. Like the like like N sync. Yeah. yeah uh, Is N trance N Jin's daughter? I don't know. <laughs> uh, then we got Big Norm okay. and Small Norm. Go away. <laughs> two, two, Stop it. Two separate characters. No, you're tricking me. <laughs> there's Crunch Bandicoot. I again, okay. I feel don't like go. this is a there's big practical Zim joke. Yes. And Zam. <laughs> Sure, look, ha ha ha, I'm old, I get it. Very funny gag. <laughs> Crunch Bandicoot, that rolls. Crunch Bandicoot. I found my main, I guess. <laughs> now, <They're> big norm. <laughs> then there's also Donna, Amy, Megumi, Liz and Isabella who are just lady bandicoots who kind of look like the grid girls I was describing before. Well. <laughs> yeah. I well, don't, anyway, look, this game rules. I don't believe you. <laughs> And I played it on PS4. It's available on Switch, but... uh, Chose not to. Chose not to. It's also become affectionately known in my household as Crashies, which (laughs) big fan of. How many thumbs? Six. Whoa! One more than usual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it gets that extra six thumb uh, because not only is it super fun, but it's rude to you by being too hard. Yeah, that is good. Five thumbs for the game, an extra six thumb out of respect. (laughs) What about you, Jay-Z? Well, I want to talk about a game I hate called Flood of Light, a game that got like 90% rating in other places that this game is garbage. It will not get here. (laughs) And I hate it. Uh, So I got it when it was at that big indie sale on the Switch, and I was like, oh, this looks nice. And look again, look, right up my alley, side scroller, Mm -hmm. some kind of things that's going on. Storyline, here's something that I did all basically what you usually do, which is like, I refuse to learn. Love it. (laughs) 
Uh, only did you way go to into play. the game like that? Or no, did you... no, oh, okay. it made me. Yeah, yeah. So it, it made this like it's like a it's, it's like a, it's a puzzle game, and you are this young lady that is bringing light back to this world, and you. Turn on these lamps and the water level lowers because right. that the sounds city... like it's got your name written. I know, over it. I know. The city has been flooded, and right. you're here to save it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, but it's like it's a puzzle game where it's just. Can I read the byline? Because oh, it's pretty good, and I want to see if you agree with it. Flood of Light is a brain-teasing, puzzling platformer that will oh, give you hours of no, enjoyment and brain and right brain there. pains no. in a good way. No, dis- <laughs> definitely disagree. Give us an example puzzle. Um, so it's like four lamps that, uh, need to be lit up and you have the four lights and you need to get like those uh, lamps lit up, but you got to do it in a certain sequence. Oh yeah. And if you don't get the sequence, so I, I, I learn by stuffing up. Sure. I, I'm a big believer in like doing it wrong the first 20 times. Yeah. Yeah. The key to success is being wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas this, this particular game, it's like a puzzle game. Whereas if you do one mistake, and you do it in a certain way, you have to restart the level. Mm. And there's like a button you press, you restart, it brings you back to a certain, like an, an earlier uh, uh, time. Yeah, that yeah. is what I hate. That and like, I just do not care. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure, they can be relaxing, whatever. And you know, if you're like, oh, you got the puzzle there, like, bonk, bonk, bonk. Okay, that wasn't quite, quite right, but yeah. oh, I can now do it this way instead. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's kind of how I prefer to kind of play these sort of puzzle games. This was like, great, uh, stuff that one up. Now I got to do. Back to the start, and then do a bunch more. And look, not relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> um, just our sake from the beginning to the end. Uh, there was like ways you could kind of, um, each level you're scored by like, there's these little robot um, people you kind of go and be like, hey, wake up and tell me a bit of the story. Yeah. And there's like little lampposts if you kind of like, if you had an extra light, you can get them and you get more. I refuse to do that. The robots were there straight away to be like, hey, I'm here, press A. I was like, no. Move on. That's fair. I went out of my way to get the lowest score I could. That's the best way to play any video game. Hey, you want to hear something good? Yeah. You know how video games often have a good or a bad ending? Yeah. yeah. Again, spoilers for a game that Joel Zammer probably hasn't finished. Oh, I finished it. Oh, okay, cool. Then you know about what I'm about to say. Oh, I know. Can I? Can I? <laughs> okay, so there's two endings and both of them, who cares? <laughs> oh, I was going to say... Unless this, so the story doesn't get any kind of ending unless the player lights up all forty nine optional bulbs throughout the game. So the game just ends otherwise. No, no, there's an ending. It's like a thank you for playing. And then I went online to look at the actual real ending. All that happened is there's a minor difference of where you are. The the city lifts off into the sky, and then it goes the same. Thank you for playing. Not worth it. Why do people... What does the good reviews say? Well, well, this is a bad review, and it says, in terms of puzzles alone, Flood of Light is acceptable, and everything else drags it down. The audiovisual yes. experience is one note. Yes. And the story is unsatisfying, even when it can be clearly understood. Yes. As an experience overall, Flood of Light ends up being merely mediocre. Now, look. Look, didn't go hard enough, to be <laughs> honest. What? what? Uh, the puzzles are fine, but they just end up becoming too tedious and like, ugh. Because also what happens is, for example... Um, so each area is a puzzle, right? Yeah. And you can get these little light, like little light bulbs or whatever that kind of hang around you, and that's how you turn on the lamps. But you can also grab the light from previous areas, and sometimes you have to. Yeah. So, like, if you haven't, you don't know if you're you yeah, have the, like yeah. the resources to do it. If you know what I'm trying to get kind at, of, so it's yeah. kind of like I enter an area, I don't know if I have the correct amount of resources on me, or if I stuffed up the previous area and have to go back and grab a bunch of stuff. 
And again, if that's that to me is not a fun puzzle. No, <laughs> that to me is just. It also sounds just like the same puzzle again and again and again. And towards the end, they kind of like introduce more um, (laughs) things where you can create like a little lamp if you want. And you got to do it almost like perfect. No, it's just too much hassle. The storyline is boring and dull, and I didn't care for it. It tried to be like fun and quirky, but just again, arsehack. You find yourselves whispering to the switch, shut up. A lot. <laughs> shut up. I don't enough. care. Don't care. Don't care. Mute. <laughs> I'm proud that you finished a game you hate. Though. Yeah, well done. That's good. Hey, look, I'm dedicated to the cause. Uh, so, I'm not engaged by a game within like the first 20 uh, minutes. I turn off my switch also, and then review it negatively. Yeah, also, exactly. again, something I really don't dislike about this particular game and, and games like that kind of limbo esque, like that kind of um, inside where it's a size scrolling thing. The pace your character moves at, yeah. I don't know why that is something that I have a very strong opinion of, but I have it, I have a very strong opinion of it. Yeah, and run, run for the love of God, run. Yeah, why are you walking? Uh, at least let me hold down one of the buttons to run. And my finger would never leave said button, but it's something that I would like. Yeah, Limber and even if it's a puzzle game, don't have a run. But Limber definitely doesn't have a run button. Inside does, I think. Because mm. inside you can kind of sneak in some places. Ah, mm. but you move at a fine pace. Like yeah, you, you don't even necessarily a, yeah. need a run. Just move me quickly. Yeah. Whereas flood of light, you kind of move at a snail's pace, and it just feels very sluggish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of yeah. Combine that with the annoy. There's like if you um, there's like elevators and stuff you can do, and you hit something and go down, and you can kind of like drown the like the protagonist, which was great. Yeah, that you sounds know, that good. That was good. Whenever I was getting mad, I made sure to kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Hey, that's like in space. That that's a TV show reference. <laughs> hey, all right. He Simon Pegg's upset, so he keeps killing Tomb Raider. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, look, a bad game. Do not buy. It sucks. Arsake out of five. <laughs> oh, sore bombs. <laughs> no thumbs, sore bombs. <laughs> um, I found a really positive review of Flood of Light. And oh, let's, okay, let's, go, let's do a line by line. Go on, give yeah, it to me. It's funny because it sounds like something we'd say. Yeah. Because it's just like so... Okay, look, I'll read the part that I just read. Okay. Mm-hmm. In this game, you play as a young female human that seemingly has no backstory whatsoever, but she also has a big role to play in the salvation oh, of the she robots. She might be like a robot or some garbage. I don't know. Play yeah. the salvation of the robots who maintain the now flooded cities of the world. If you are looking for a game that has action and fighting and killer robot battles like in The Terminator, <laughs> then you can turn around right now. This has none of that. <laughs> well, I However, know. What? there are challenging puzzles for each level of the city with optional extra puzzles to complete for those who are concerned about completionism. That says nothing. Yeah, that was that was a classic thumb cramps review. Where you're like, well, I know you liked it. <laughs> what did I say about Crash Team Racing? You said it was good and hard. That's it. Yep. That's and then it. I listed characters' names. Exactly. That's yeah. what this review just did. Oh, yeah. that's great. Well, look. What is our total? It's ten. Sixteen, 16 and a sore bomb. <laughs> Sixteen and a sore bomb. <laughs> is our final episode score. <laughs> our final episode? Oh, my God. It's uh, our last <laughs> Stay tuned next week to see what we do next. <laughs> Stay tuned next week where we all review Star Wars pinball. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll get some... Pre- After hyping it so much, we deserve some PR copies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't come out for like a month. But maybe we can speak to Mr... 
Star well, Mr. Mr. Pinball himself. <laughs> I oh hear my. he's a pinball wizard. <laughs> Mr. Pinball, the very man himself. Oh Get him God. on the show. He must be elderly now. <laughs> <laughs> Pinballs came around in like 1985. He's at least that old. At least 1985. <laughs> Look, you're not technically wrong, but I hated it anyway. <laughs> and on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. And I've also been Joel. Star Wars. Use, use those thumbs on a on a pin pin ball. He's a pin thumb wizard. <laughs> thumb cramps. Do you use your thumbs on a pinball? Nope. No, use your, your you got to use them for support. Yeah, you finger yeah. you finger the machine. Yeah, yeah. you kind of do this. You know. Your thumbs are involved. Yeah, yeah. Well, your you hands have, are involved. You don't have to be. You could you could just yeah. you could tuck those thumbs. If you away want to be loose with just, it, yes, and just you know slap slap. Everyone should watch slap the side just. Slapped Tommy, the Tommy movie, uh, the the Who album turned into pinball. Elton John plays yeah. the titular pinball wizard, yeah. the deaf, dumb, and blind kid who sure plays a mean pinball. See if he uses his thumbs. Yeah, yeah. all right. Let us know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch just how competent or incompetent we are at video games, head on over to twitch.tv slash sanspantsradio where you'll see us and other members of the Sanspants Network live stream some of our favourite video games.